the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, if you had any doubts that you live in one of the country's most progressive cities, we will prove it to you today. We've got everything on the woke agenda, man. We have uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion in terms of how your taxpayer dollars will be spent on public buildings. Uh, We have a nonsense agenda to curb violent crime in Columbus that will do absolutely nothing. Oh, and we have a family-friendly holiday drag show coming to a church in Clintonville. Yes, it's the uh, triple threat of evil and stupidity. Here as we begin a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I welcome you in. Um, Yeah, welcome to the fall of the republic, as Andrew Clavin would say. Wow. Uh, It's so woke in Columbus that one of the dispatch columnists is making fun of one of the woke agenda items on uh, Andrew Ginther's wish list. So here we go. You're always entitled to participate in the program, of course. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Tonight is the big Donald Trump announcement. I don't know that we'll get to that today because we just have so much utter lunacy to share with you and expose Uh, Let's start with what city council in Columbus did last night. All Democrats on Columbus City Council, lest you be surprised by how dumb this idea is. They did what all Democrat groups do. They used their committee to create another committee. Yes, we can never have too many committees. Death by committee in Columbus. This nine-member committee will be designed to make recommendations. We'll get to how much it's a recommendation and how much it's an order in moments on adding goals to public construction projects. Okay, so they're going to build a courthouse. They're going to build a county library. They're going to build a stadium. Any building they're going to build that costs $5 million or more to build. So if they're going to build anything bigger than the yard barn where you keep your lawnmower, These stipulations will apply. Uh, It establishes goals for hiring female, minority, and local workers on large city construction projects. The Community Benefits Agreement Advisory Committee, the CBAAC. I'll have to think of an acronym for uh, those letters that do a better job of exposing what it is than the Community Benefits Agreement Advisory Committee, will make, are you ready for this word, 
non-binding recommendations to the mayor. Now, what's the mayor's mindset on matters like this? Is Andrew Ginther about saving the taxpayers money? Is Andrew Ginther about looking at things with a skeptical eye when it might save you, the taxpayer, a little bit of money? Is Andrew Ginther skeptical of prioritizing diversity, equity, and inclusion over effectiveness, competency, meritocracy? Mm, You can answer that question for yourself. I love the fact that the recommendations, the CBAAC, will make being non-binding recommendations to the mayor on when such inclusion goals should be sought from construction companies and labor unions. What do you think? Do you think Andrew Ginther will say, you know, I think it'd be fair if we applied those uh, hiring of minority and female businesses. Uh, I think we should do that on, uh, I don't know, they make up about maybe 30% of the population, probably 30% of the projects. You think that's how it's going to go? I don't think that's how it's going to go. I think it's going to be like 99% of the projects, and I might be low. Um. Who's on the committee? That's a fair question, right? Maybe the committee's loaded with conservatives. Maybe the committee's loaded with construction executives who have actually built a building before and who know what the labor situation is in Columbus. For instance, if I were going to come up with a, an agenda item like this, like you know what we should do? We should establish a committee to make sure that we hire women and minority-owned businesses to build our public buildings in Columbus. The first question I would ask would be to say, do we have an array of competent women and minority-owned businesses to do the work? Because, heaven forbid, we build a big old tall office building and it tumbles to the earth like a broken lawn chair, like the apartment building did in Miami a few years ago. I don't think any of us want that. I think that might be the one thing Andrew Ginther and I agree on. If we're going to build a building with taxpayer dollars, we would like for it to stand and be able to hold up against the elements. So that would be the question I would ask is, do we have enough competent firms that would qualify for this agenda that it makes sense to have this agenda? Well, they didn't ask that question because the committee members, and again, if I were going to name people to this committee, I would want it to be experienced construction people who have done it and who know the landscape, four of the nine members on the committee will come from people who represent the mayor's office or various departments under the mayor. I'm sure there are four contentious enemies of Andrew Ginther who have managed to continue the probably protected civil service People who Andrew Ginther is at odds with who will end up on this committee. You think? You think? Uh, The fifth deciding member of the committee, it's got nine members, but four of them work for the mayor. The fifth one, so if you get all five aligned together, you'll be able to defeat the other four. The fifth member of the committee will be a representative from city council. All Democrat city council. Andrew Ginther's a Democrat. When's the last time you remember city council taking the mayor on on something? Mm, My way back machine only predates back to Mike Coleman. That never happens, okay? It never happens. So they're stacking the deck with people who are going to rubber stamp 
what Andrew Ginther wants on this committee. That's when you know. That's when you know you have a committee that is both inclusive and exclusive. It is inclusive of all woke ideas the mayor favors in order to get himself re-elected mayor and exclusive of all what? Common sense. Yes. So if the project can't attain the statistics that they're requesting, mm-hmm. does the project not move forward? Uh, mm. I highly doubt that. Dun, dun, dun. I highly doubt that. Uh, the <laughs> other four committee members who will be voted down every single time if they disagree, which is highly unlikely, they wouldn't get on the committee, will represent trade unions and, here you go, ready for the woke alarm, groups historically underrepresented in the construction industry. Now, this is what we would call over here in the real world a conflict of interest. You establish a committee to prioritize women and minority-owned construction firms, and you include on said committee, which will make those decisions, groups historically underrepresented in the construction industry. I mean, this is crazy. This is like asking the college football playoff committee to be made up entirely of former Ohio State football All-Americans. Like, that's what that's like, okay? This is so stupid and so transparently woke, what will the committee do? They will review plans and make recommendations on how newly constructed facilities get, not only get built, get this, not only get built, how the facilities get used. It can make recommendations on dedicating green space, sports courts, and occasional uses of the new space for art or youth programming. So they put into law a committee that will decide that women and minority-owned businesses will get all the construction projects they can handle over $5 million. And once they build the building, do they, like, pack up their stuff and go and let whoever is using the building decide how the building will be used? No! They retain permanent control over how the building will be used. Don't you want to know what the mission of this is? I know you're aching to hear what the mission of this is. The new, <laughs> the new chapter, this, this new chapter, see, it's, it's, it's a new chapter. Like, this has never been done before. Like, no other city's ever done this before. This new chapter will promote, no, LA's not done it. New York's not done it. San Francisco's not done it. No Portland, no, 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 no. No Democratic city's ever tried this before, as if Andrew Ginther came up with an original thought in his addled mind. This new chapter will promote a diverse workforce, efficient construction timelines. I bet not. Greater consideration of, of course, environmental impacts and overall community benefits related to large city construction projects and renovation projects. Do you know who said that? The guy who said that is Rob Dorans. He's on Columbus City Council. What is Rob's full-time job? Uh, Rob is an attorney for a labor union. He's an attorney for a labor union. Yes, he is. Wonderful. So it now appears that Katie Hobbs will be the governor of Arizona. And I have a bunch of uh, leftists tweeting at me that uh, 
I'm an election denier and Katie Hobbs is an, or that uh, Carrie Lake is an election denier. Here's what I want. I want karma to show up in 2024 for all you Dems who see no issue with the Arizona Secretary of State adjudicating an election that takes a week for her to barely nose out Carrie Lake with voting machines that don't count ballots on a day when most Republicans show up to vote. Everything's fine in Arizona where there's 12% inflation, a wide open border, no funny business at all. I want karma to show up in 2024 when Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose runs against Sherrod Brown. I want the voting machines in Cleveland to shut down. I want the voting machines in Cincinnati to shut down. And I want Frank LaRose to win a recount by three votes a week later. And then I want you to eat your words. We've been talking about Columbus City Council creating an advisory committee for diversity hiring on construction projects. Taxpayer dollars for construction projects. You know what I want for taxpayer dollars on construction projects? I want the most proven contractor at the most cost-efficient price. And if you have three eyeballs in the back of your head, I don't care. If you're black, green, yellow, brown, I don't care. I want somebody who can build the best building at the lowest dollar cost for me, the taxpayer. And that is all Andrew Ginther and the city of Columbus should care about. But that is the last thing they care about, of course. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Let's talk with Bob on the north side. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks for taking my call, Bruce. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned to the screener, I am a design professional uh, in the city. Um, the state of Ohio has very strict um, rules and laws regarding public projects and public monies. You have to have certain credentials in terms of your bonding capacity, time and years of experience. And typically when those projects are publicly bid through advertisements and the low bidder is awarded the project via state law, I do believe. Having said that. Well, here, Bob, let me stop you for one second. Let me stop for one second. Sure. The city of Columbus has already proven they don't care about state law because they want sure. to have their own gun laws, regardless of the fact that open carry is allowed in the state I mean, of Ohio. You, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was actually going to segue into that, that they tried these ba- these Second Amendment bans last week, but neither here nor there. There needs to be pushback against this. The state laws need to be looked at, and if they are openly violating these state laws, then they need to be, they need to seek, uh, people need to seek injunction against that. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I thank you for your perspective. What's the city of Columbus like to work with? Do you have experience in that? I do, but I, I, I can't okay. I can't go into All right, Very good. I don't want to expose you. I appreciate your contribution to the show as is. Yeah. So I'm to believe that a business that hasn't built a big building is a better way for Columbus to spend its citizens' tax dollars than going with, oh, I don't know, Elford or Cornica Cozing or the Edwards Company, people who've actually, or Crawford Hoying, somebody who've actually, like, done projects and built projects. And, uh, oh, is Bridge Park like a piece of trash like does nobody go to bridge park like i'm sorry that the two guys who masterminded bridge park are two white guys okay two visionary white guys who know what they're doing and have oh 
proven what they're doing. Okay? Elford, proven. Cornucosing, proven. I don't have any knowledge of who's at the top of that company. They may be female. They may be black. I don't care. I know they build really good buildings, really good projects, and that ought to be what you care about when you are spending taxpayer dollars. Bob is right. This, I mean, I pray somebody files an injunction against this nonsense. Utter nonsense. Thankfully, uh, Richard Hobbs, executive director of the Associated General Contractors of Ohio, who represents both union and non-union, so he's not like a picket line crosser, but he's got a, you know what he's, you know what he cares about? He cares about getting buildings built. That's what he cares about. His quote to the dispatch, well, it's cited from an email that he wrote last week. The ultimate owner of these projects are taxpayers. Ding, ding, ding. And they demand quality projects built as timely and inexpensively as possible. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Success to our organization would be providing the taxpayers the most bang for their buck while increasing the number of qualified construction workers to build these projects. Oh, there's a thought. Are we in an environment, employment-wise, where we are awash incompetent workers where there's competition for jobs like this. Now you tell me you're out looking for a job. You want to break into the construction industry and you've got a new business. It doesn't really matter that it's women owned or minority owned, but the chances are you tell me you're going to go to work for a company. Where do you think you're going to get trained more effectively at a new business that's just trying to get started and is propped up by artificial bogus agendas like the Community Benefits Agreement Advisory Committee, or at a professional place with a proven track record of decades of success, like Elford or Cornucocosing or the Edwards Company or Crawford Hoying. What do you think? Who's going to train you better? Where's your 401k going to be better? Where's your health insurance going to be better? Where's your salary going to be better? And I'm not saying that I don't want any other competition. When the fat cats get too fat, then the businesses that are hustling and working hard, there's a place for that, of course. And I'm sure when Elford started and when other major construction firms started, I bet the first thing they didn't, I bet the first thing they built wasn't a new bridge at Post Road and 161 carrying all the traffic from Marysville into Columbus to work in the city. I bet that wasn't their first project. I bet they started small. Well, but Andrew Ginther figures, why? Why let them start small? Why not just go big? This is indicative of the fact that when you prioritize things that are not the top priorities you should have, safety, cost, proven track record, you are going to increase the odds That you are going to have either construction delays, substandard construction, or a waste of taxpayer money. All three should be a deterrent to this. Unfortunately, none of them are. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.